I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. Um, you know, before we start, I know you usually ask a question, but, mm. you know, I have more of a statement for you today. Oh, I love a statement. What's the statement? <laughs> I would like to talk about Halloween ends. No! Stop! Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> Is this where we are, Helen? You're not even one I pound can't. lighter, and we are still talking about Halloween ends. <laughs> of course I kid. I kid. Have, <laughs> have I had some thoughts since our last episode? Yes. Do I need to regurgitate those thoughts to you all? No, because I'm tired of talking about this fucking movie and thinking about this fucking movie. <laughs> oh, for you to have a life, for any of us to have a life, you've got to forget about that movie. We, <laughs> we have to move you've on. You've got to erase it from your mind. <laughs> you have to completely eliminate what? Why do I know this entire movie? This is really I sad. mean, it's. I think it's impressive, really. I think you should put it on your resume when you're a- acting auditions. I'm going to do a TikTok for the kids where I play yes. both parts. But no, I have nothing further to say about Halloween Ends. So we're not going to talk about that movie anymore today. Thank anyway. God, because I've heard... I, I, I've had it up to here with... Halloween Ends is a masterpiece. Halloween Ends is the worst movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Halloween right. Halloween Ends was fine. <laughs> like, I, I don't care. I really don't right. care. I'm more right. in, interested in this story about um, uh, Scout Taylor Compton and Danielle Harris being snubbed by Jamie Lee Curtis, honestly. Yeah, right. That's kind of juicy. Which is funny because, like, the moment that picture came out, we were all like, yeah, she probably doesn't even know who they are. Turns out she doesn't know who they are. Jamie Lee looks very uncomfortable in this picture. I wonder why. Right. And now we know. It doesn't surprise anyone. I mean, it, it was no. several years ago. She was on some reality show with Kyle Richards, and she had no idea who Kyle, Kyle Richards was. It was probably <laughs> yeah. Real Housewives. I can't remember, but it was something they were both on. And so it's it shouldn't surprise anyone here that she doesn't know who any of these people are. But, I mean, the way she handled it was not the greatest from what I understand. What I love about the Kyle thing is then once they were in Halloween Kills together on the press tour, she was like, I remember scooping her up in my arms on the last day of the original (laughs) Halloween shoot and just being like her her set mother, just, just taking her to her trailer and... In the meantime, I'm like, Jamie Lee, didn't you say that no one had a trailer on the original set of that movie except for, like, the wardrobe department? Like, I don't remember people having trailers, but okay, sure. She's uh, mixing her movies together a little bit here, maybe. She is. I think she I think she was thinking of True true Lies. I don't know. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Maybe my, my, my Girl. Or, yes, Mother's Boys. Mother's Boys. I think yes. it was Mother's Boys. <laughs> she was like, that young boy did look an awful lot like young Kyle Richards. <laughs> she just lives in her own little world. I think she does. With everything revolves around Jamie. You know, if she had a talk show, <laughs> it would just be her inviting guests onto the show, and they would just talk about Jamie's life for, like, the whole time. <laughs> And she would keep, like, cutting them off constantly. Just like... Right, right. <laughs> so would be like, yes, yes, yes. Anyway, about my movie. like About just... my life. <laughs> Which, if I recall, that's kind of what she did when she did that conversation with Nev Campbell. Like, every once in a while, it would be like, okay, Nev, what do you think? Okay, now back to Jamie. Now, here was my experience. <laughs> it's true. You know, it's like, on one hand, you gotta love her. Uh, yeah. On the other hand, girl, okay, you know, I mean, she's been just part of this Hollywood bubble for so long that mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think she just has morphed into it. You know, it is what it is. Right. She's a she's a career driven woman, which you can't really blame her. But uh, I mean, I will say this. She is an asset to any film's publicity department because a woman can promote like a motherfucker. She's right. promoting, like, even her worst movies. She will go on every talk show and promote them until she, like, passes out. So, good for you. That's great. Right, right, right. <laughs> She'll say whatever they tell you, tell her to say, you know? That's, yeah. That's Jamie Lee Curtis, the yeah. update. Um, do, 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 we'll do, have do, more do, to do. say, I'm sure, at some point. But Oh, yeah. <clears throat> she's still alive. It, She'll do more she's stuff. Still, she's still kicking. She'll, she's, yeah, she's not done. <laughs> it's It's Halloween week. 
when this Woo! episode drops. Woo, party. Yeah. <coughs> Halloween's on a Monday this year, which is stupid, but. Oh, it's so depressing. I always hate yeah. that. And, like, I always take my, my niece and nephew trick-or-treating because mm-hmm. the um the town where they live, they will have Halloween festivities on the night of ha- Halloween, no matter what. Whereas the other mm-hmm. towns will be like, let's have it on, like, a Saturday instead, you know, because the kids mm-hmm. are out of school. It'll be more fun. But What is this, you know, the, they... the town from Footloose? I know. Let <laughs> the kids dance. Loose. <laughs> Let the kids dance. Come on. And trick or treat. Shut up, John Lithgow. Shut up. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But yeah, I'm I'm still excited about it because, you know, it's Halloween and everyone's entitled to some free can- candy. Mm-hmm. And one good scare. Also, folks, I have a cold. So if you hear me coughing throughout this episode, that's just part of that. The wonderful. Actually, he's part lying. of the season. He is. He just does not have a cold. He's just trying something new. Okay, so just <laughs> be supportive. It's a choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um. <laughs> I love that sound, Kevin. That's great. <laughs> Did I smoke five packs before I recorded this episode? You'll never know. <laughs> he's trying to be a bad boy. You know, he's like he saw Halloween ends and was like, "That Corey Cunningham man, I want to ride a motorcycle." <laughs> Mixed with a little Kathy Moriarty up in here. <laughs> yeah. Unfinished business? What? <laughs> the bitch is back. <laughs> oh, God. What a great movie. She is, like, the biggest asset to that movie, period. Yeah, I just rewatched that a few weeks ago, and I was like, there is so much going on in this movie. It is the busiest yeah. movie I've ever seen. It is, because you got the dad, who is apparently this psychic ghost therapist. He, he's a therapist for ghosts. I mean, that's brilliant. Yeah. That's great. And yet, and yet we don't know if he's like been faking it the whole time before this because when he actually sees a ghost, he seems pretty like, you know, he's, perturbed by yeah. this. He's like, "Oh no." Cuz see, he's trying to get in touch with his dead wife because he mm-hmm. has so many questions. And then at the end, it's very moving when he fi- finally does. It that's what we call a character arc, y'all. Right. Okay. Right. They bring it all back. It's it's just moving. It's a pretty good little kids movie I, like it's worth yeah. revisiting the sequel let me tell you i had not seen the sequel in 25 years and i decided to i guess it's more i don't know if it's a sequel or a prequel but anyway it's uh casper meets wendy which was this you know tv made for tv movie which i remember nothing about it opens with this like bizarre alien invasion that just turns out being like the ghosts like playing a prank on people and the villain is like this like super campy like version of the, the snow white queen um it's just it's very strange. And he has this mirror that he talks to and he's like, who's the fairest of them all and who's the most powerful? And um, it's just a weird movie, y'all. And uh, Kathy Moriarty's back, but she's playing some like witch. And uh, I I don't know. I don't know. It's it's something. It's, it's out there. You are the Indian second Miss. person in the past month that has been talking about this sequel, prequel, that I didn't even remember existing. Existing. So I think I need to, I need to <laughs> see this because I also heard something about terry gar and shelly duvall are playing like horny sisters or something yeah i guess she yeah no now that you say yes she was one of the witches yes you didn't remember shelly duvall kevin well she was all like in all this get up and she didn't get a lot to do in it so and i was like sick with and there's that but yeah now that you say yes it was (laughs) shelly duvall there that's no excuse Um, kevin you remember i know i'm sorry when shelly graces you with her presence you remember god damn it i know i remember terry gar but when he said shelly duvall like oh yeah that was shelly duvall (laughs) sorry (laughs) she was like hello i'm shelly i don't know if i am or not i don't know who who (laughs) am i I? I (laughs) (laughs) but yeah if you want to see kathy moriarty shelly duvall and um terry gar as three witches it's you know worth digging up uh weird movie fun to me what else has been going on? Did you watch Chucky? Yeah, I did. I I caught up yeah. with the last two. Delightful, cool. wonderful. Yeah. I mean, I I don't like that they just sort of teased Glenn and Glinda, and then we're like, I we'll know. come back to them later. Let's just stick a pin in them. I'm like, no, I know. Come back. Come well, back, this Glenn next ep- this upcoming episode, I think, is going to have Meg Tilly yes. and Gina Gershon, and it's supposed mm-hmm. to be this like murder mystery type thing, which just sounds amazing. <laughs> I mean, that's like my dream. I don't know about I y'all, know. but that sounds so great. I can't This wait. is like, fuck Halloween ends. This is like the event of the season right <laughs> it here. It is. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. And the fact that it's like dro- dro- dropping so close to Halloween, it's just perfect. You know, I, mm-hmm. it's like they planned it. <laughs> it's funny. like they timed that out pretty well there. <laughs> 
Yes, Don Mancini is the only man that has never disappointed me. I am right. So exactly. the one man in my life. Have him here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and maybe Ty West. I don't. I. I. I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So he did far. make that sacrament movie, but otherwise. Yeah, that that was all right. It it wasn't my favorite it was okay. of his work, but it was okay. It was okay. It was okay. It didn't make me want um, to pull out my eyes, you know, which is a, no. a good sign. Which yeah, you still got your eyeballs intact, so yeah, that's, that's <laughs> your orifices have, are still filled. They are well, <laughs> not as much as I'd prefer. I mean, not it is much it is like. Halloween season. Like. Why don't you come over and shimmy sometime? <laughs> Uh, calling all the demons to fill my orifices <laughs> <laughs> they should remake this movie but just with a bunch of like horny gay men like like oh, we yeah. can't get dates we're too old to be twinks we're too young to be daddies let's summon some demons instead <laughs> they'll fuck <laughs> us <laughs> it'll be like a campier hell hellbent yes yes yeah. less slash yeah. and more ghouls ghoulin ghoulin and yeah Ghoulin' and foolin'. Foolin'. <laughs> oh, speaking of fools, the mm-hmm. Warrens are back, apparently, for oh, the Conjuring yes. 4. Oh, boy. Oh, I'm so excited, Kevin. Note, note the excitement oh. in my voice. Yay. But did you see his announcement? He was like, James Wan was like, well, we wanted to wait, you know, plenty of time, so we had you know, time to really come up with something special. And I'm like, did the other one just come out like mm-hmm. a year or two ago? Like, it's not like you mm-hmm. waited like a decade or something here, Mr. Wong. No, no, and this is not he a He has reboot. other stuff going on, right? Yeah. He's got plenty of other stuff going on. Why do we need to bring back this franchise again we so don't. soon? We don't. It really just, just let it go. Let it die. I mean, yeah. these things never die, right. but like at least let it yeah. die for like a decade and bring it back or something, you know, yeah. like the respectable amount of time here. But I, I agree. I don't know why they're so dead set on that. I guess because it made money. I don't yeah i guess all of them have made at least some money which i guess is something but uh it it, it's just all the same thing folks you know every time i go see one of these fucking conjuring or annabelle movies or uh uh, the the nun um oh oh, there's a part two of that too now oh yeah of course there is why i don't know nobody liked that movie literally everyone i talked to was like (laughs) boring and they're like you know what this world needs the nun two. the nun two. Back in the habit. <laughs> <laughs> what if the Nun Two is really the secret sequel to Sister, Sister Act? Act? They oh, just don't want us to know. Except oh God. this time, it's Whoopi fighting the Nun. Okay, well that, that sounds. Be I would really watch good. that. Okay. <laughs> if my sister's in trouble, so am I. It would be like a Halloween special and like all these zombie nuns rise and <laughs> she's like Kathy fighting them. Jimmy comes, comes back and she's like, it's oh! a zombie. Oh! <laughs> okay, I would watch this. Maggie Smith is like, please, zombie, please don't, don't make such a foul sound from your voice. <laughs> I beg you, please go back to your grave. <laughs> I don't want to see you. Oh, she would totally do it. <laughs> oh my god. Have we just manifested something that the world does need? I think so. I think they do. S- Sister Act 3, Halloween habits, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, listen, Ho- Ho- Hocus Pocus 2 was a big hit for Disney Plus. Right. I think it could be a kind of a crossover Halloween event. Ooh, yes. Do it. Because Bette Midler was supposed to be in the original Sister Act. Exactly. So they can bring her mm-hmm. back to this. And, uh, oh, my God. Yeah, it could be some kind of little crossover. Kathy and Jimmy can play both, both uh, Mary roles. and <laughs> her. She's like, you look so much like me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you must be my sister. <laughs> that would be great. Oh. It would be wonderful. Do and if we could get First Wives Club into this a little bit too, that would be great. You know? <laughs> oh my god! Mm. Oh, the possibilities. Perfection. Unless we want to um, just like bring Death Becomes Her over. I was about here. to say it's like the Avengers in game. <laughs> that's the Avengers. That's the universe I want. Yeah, that's our multiverse of madness. Mm. Oh, oh, what a dream! What a a wonderful dream, Papa. <laughs> all that we need is disney to green light it papa you know what i did see 
What'd you see? <clears throat> Terrifier 2. Were you terrified? I was not terrified. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I did not throw up. I did not vomit. Right. I did not pass out. I know well, we, we've all heard the stories, right? Me. I yeah. know. I. This is not the fucking exorcist. Uh... <laughs> much to say about it you know it's 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 pretty much what i thought it was gonna be it's way too fucking long it's got like no plot i mean it's got a little bit of a plot but like very thin it's got more than the first one did which is an improvement i guess uh characterizations and the performances are kind of mixed uh, some of them are really good some of them are not so good uh the gore is really impressive like i will say it's got like this you know it's a very herschel gordon lewis if you're into that kind of stuff the gore fest uh then uh there's a lot of good stuff here but I'm not so much. So, right. you know, when it just becomes like, that's the centerpiece of the movie is like, let's see mm-hmm. what the kills can do. And it's one of those movies where you're supposed to be rooting for the killer, which oh, at least they, yeah. they do try to make a final girl on this that like, you're supposed to care about, but like still all the kills feel very choreographed and like, Oh, look at how funny the killer is. And Ooh, he did that mm-hmm. really darkly comic thing. And I'm just like, I, I just don't like rooting for the killers that much. You know, we've talked about yeah. this before. It's not it's, my thing. Unless it's like Chucky. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Chucky's fine, but he's had right. a whole franchise of character development and growth. Right. <laughs> I mean, he's he's I changed mean, so much throughout. the He last was a homophobe initially, years. and now he supports yeah. his gay. He's you know his queer kid and yeah. queer kids, and it's <laughs> look how he came around. Right. <laughs> he's a queer icon. I think <laughs> it's a redemption story. So, Terrifier two. You know, every, a lot of people seem to be liking it. So, uh, y'all yeah. be you as always. Not for me, but uh, it is what it is. Um, I'm glad that in, in, an indie horror film is doing so well. Um, yeah, that's what I prefer. Cool. It be something different. Um, yes, but you know, I'm glad that it's doing very well. I don't know that we necessarily need a return to the 2000s, uh, extreme gore fest movies, which is kind of feels like, but, uh, we'll see. We're not talking about Kevin. Shut the fuck up. I love extreme <laughs> gore. Unless it's House of Wax, then I'll be okay. <laughs> Chop off her tits and eat the nipples! <laughs> oh, God. Um, what about uh, Queer for Freer? Did you watch the latest episode? Okay. Mother of fuck a duck. I was so upset because, remember, like, last week or the week before where I said, like, Sh- Shudder, for some reason, wouldn't load the newest episode of that show? They yeah. did it again this time. Oh, I can't see the last rude. one. I, unfortunately, don't have too much to say about either because... My cold was pretty bad yesterday, and I started it. I watched about 15 minutes of it, and then I was just like, I just don't have the brain power for it. Um, but it does cover lesbian vampires, so you will be yes. very excited about that. There's like a whole 15 minutes devoted to that. So, Oh, I love a lesbian vampire. Every vampire should be a lesbian. I'm sorry. Right? That is my— Right? It just if, makes it more interesting. If I was going to run for office, that would be my campaign <laughs> slogan. Every vampire is a lesbian. <laughs> you're a lesbian, and you're a lesbian. <laughs> Vote yes on Prop Nine, okay? <laughs> lesbian vampires in your in your pictures. Legalize lesbian vampire weddings. <laughs> yes, I'm very passionate about this. <laughs> I I did watch the uh the last um scariest movie moments. I'm not really into it, but I keep watching it. I, I, I was yeah. I've still only watched the first episode, so maybe yeah. I'll go back and binge them at some point, but. Well, it's just weird that, like, they're not really talk- talking about, like, the moments particularly. Mm-hmm. Like, remember yeah. that show on Bravo that was called, like, the exact same thing? But right. they would actually talk about, like, that one scene where the the shark comes out of the water. That was the scariest part of the movie. With this, they're just like, this is a movie that was made in 1974. It stars this person, and a lot of people think it's really scary. And, like, they don't, they just kind of summarize the movie. They don't really pick out a, a particular scene. I'm like, this is false advertising. You're not talking right. about moments. You're talking about whole movies. And those ep- episodes will just load immediately. But not queer <laughs> for fear. I smell homophobia. Uh, hate crime. Yes, this is a hate crime. I'm so upset. And on Halloween, how dare you? Of all of the gayest holidays. The gayest on. season of the year. You have to Ugh. do this to me. Come on. So that's done now? Have they aired all the episodes? Uh, I think there's one more. One more? Okay. All right. I guess I'll watch out of obligation. <laughs> right. I, I mean, you, I've you, made it this you've far. You've come this far. <laughs> I can't climb down Mount e- Everest yet. So let's get in our little time machine, our little oh. DeLorean. Let me strap in. Okay. Got All my right. Seatbelt. Click. And we're going back to 1985. Ooh. 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 My face That's vibrates. The... 
Ah, that's the sound that <laughs> DeLorean makes, apparently. <laughs> so here we are, 1985, which, ironically, the year the Back to the Future came out. We're in the midst of a little creature feature revival here. We got, we just had the Howling and American Werewolf in London. Uh, speaking of dogs, my dog is barking right now. Um, <laughs> I'm not a werewolf. Wolf. Stop talking about me. <laughs> we had Teen Wolf. We had The Hunger. We had Fright Night. We had Gremlins. Lots of monsters, you know? They're taking up a lot of screen time here. And also right after this, we had stuff like The Fly and The Lost Boys and The Monster Squad. So everybody's kind of wanting wanting to go back to that universal 30s, 40s, 50s-ish era. Um uh, for a little bit here, which tends to come in cycles, it seems like, you know, oh, yeah. everybody wants to kind of make the stuff that they liked when they were kids. So mm-hmm. a lot of these people that were making movies in the 80s were kids in the 50s. Also, of course, MTV had launched in 1981, and that became this massive commercial force that really touched on every area of pop culture. Michael Jackson Thriller had premiered on December 2nd, 1983, featuring the late Vincent Price, um, well, he was alive at the time, well, I think. <laughs> God, he was talented. <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> the the now late Vincent Price. <laughs> they recorded all of his dialogue through a seance. It was uh, quite right, high exactly. tech in, in, in those days. <laughs> I'd buy it. I believe it. So like, Vinny, we hate to bother you in the afterlife, but can you just record this little monologue? Just, He's just like, a couple lines here, Certainly. <laughs> The Midnight Hour is close at hand. He even says the title of the movie. He does. Could they have been inspired, you think, maybe? I think just a little bit. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a whole, like, dance sequence in the middle of this movie that is very clearly inspired very by Thriller. Very close to Thriller. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I think it's fair to say that music video kind of helped make monsters and spooky stuff more mainstream again. Uh, mm-hmm. It was such a big hit, along with the whole album. And um, along with Stephen King's works and stuff, they were picking up steam again here as well. Couldn't find too much about the production history of this one. Um, but it was, of course, directed by Jack Bender, who would go on to do Child's Play 3 and oh. a ton of TV show episodes, like stuff from Lost, Game of Thrones, Mr. Mercedes, a lot of pretty uh, well-known shows here. So he made something for himself. I mean, he made this movie, so that's that's all you really need. That would life. be enough, um, yeah. <laughs> that would be enough. Uh, Hit the jackpot, sir. Uh, the script was written by Bill Blyke, um, who wrote The Hearse, and also Deadly Messages, which I've not seen, mm. and uh, that Poltergeist The Legacy series. Do you remember that? Oh, my God. I have got to watch that. Ever since I was a kid, I've wanted to watch that, and I know it has nothing to do with the actual movies. That's but what I remember, yeah. yeah. I, I still need to watch it. The film was shot at some point. I have no details. At some location. I Who knows? I did a quick Google search and just couldn't come up with much. Like, this really needs a Blu-ray with, like, everybody interviews and oh god, you know, yes, please. more details about this. Please, um, this is what we need, world. We need it. Right, exactly. Uh, but if anybody wants to point us in the direction of more information, please let me know. I mean, not that I did, like, a full search of this. I did a Google search and couldn't come up with much. Sorry. <laughs> um, so you're telling me you did not go into the basement of a library like our favorite heroines and do well, a research montage on this movie. The Library of Congress basement was closed, so I couldn't get into there. But <laughs> That is no you know. excuse. What would Naomi Watts do? She uh. would break in to save her son. Why don't of you want to save would. your son, Kevin? <laughs> Why? What is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, Naomi Watts. The sets look kind of like a back lot. Like, it looks sort That's of like a... Like, it, it almost looks like the same town as Elvira. Yeah, sort of. I could see that. Mm-hmm. I was like, did they use the same backlot? Or like kind of like Andy Griffith-ish? Or mm-hmm. I think even there's a scene in uh, the Monster Squad at the end where they're in like a town square, and it kind of looks like that too. I'm like, did right. they just use the same one over and over again? It's entirely possible. And the graveyard is just, I mean, I'm sure they didn't use a real graveyard, uh, but it looks <laughs> too perfect. You know, it's, it's yeah. uh, you get that giant wide shot when you first see it, and it's just like, oh my gosh, like it's it's just spooky as fuck. It is, yeah. It's got, like, dry, dry ice just, like, coming mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Even before they raise the dead. Right. I know. I, I have never seen dry ice in the cemetery, but someday Only once, I would like to. Just once. And, just uh, once. And I got possessed, and it was not fun. Ah, so. and uh, here we are. <laughs> if, if, if you see it, run. 
because then you start podcasts and then it's just like oh my god mm, nobody the cycle wants that. Ne- never ends it's too many fucking podcasts folks yes <laughs> another couple gays with something to say all right great oh, get off your soapbox you queers <laughs> we get it you're homosexual and you like horror we get it <laughs> you're loud you're proud it's fine <laughs> you're spooky as fuck we get it i like my spookies to not be gay <laughs> Whatever happened to the non-queer spooky people? Uh, this cast is uh, a little oh, stacked here. Absolutely unbelievable. We got a uh, Lee Montgomery from Burnt Offerings. Oh, dreamy. Mm-hmm. All grown up. Boy, is he. Woo. Uh, we got Dee Dee Pfeiffer. Uh, from the Bamp. other Pfeiffer. Yeah. <laughs> the other Pfeiffer. The other, other Pfeiffer. Yeah, other, other, yeah. other. <laughs> uh, we got Peter Deleuze. From, oh, um, yes. what has he done? I don't even know. Okay, was was his brother in Terror Tract, or was that him? I think they were both on Gilmore Girls. Mm. Yeah, David Deleuze. No, there's there's Michael Deleuze and David Deleuze. So he has two brothers. Oh, my God. Um, are they all the same person? I can't even keep them straight. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's like the parent trap. Yes. One of them was on 21 Jump Street. That was Peter... Um, I don't know. They've all done stuff. They're all they've all worked. They're all cute. I like them. They are very attractive. Yeah, of course. Lavar Burton, uh, the never great Lavar Burton, of him. has never, never heard, heard of Lavar. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't teach me how to read at all. I know a whole generation or two, maybe uh, probably even three. Gen Zers are like, who the fuck is that? I'm like, it, reading Rainbow. Oh, Go no. check it out. Do your history. Y'all have, have got to do better. Okay, LeVar Burton is a hero to all of us, reading born from Rainbow. like 1980 to like 2000. Right. You can do anything if you read reading a Rainbow. Oh, reading Rainbow. What an inspiring show that was. Remember was. when they they used to inspire kids to read? Wasn't that fun? Not <laughs> a good times. time. Good times. <laughs> Remember when children mm. could read? Mm. <laughs> Man, what a nice. Those time. are the days. <laughs> People read for fun. Can you imagine? Uh, I can't. I. I don't believe you. What a gas. <laughs> oh, um, so who else sad. is in this? I mean, the real star here is uh, Sherry Belafonte. Yes. Oh yes. my God, she is serving everything in this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course, the daughter of Harry Belafonte. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, she is just playing up this whole movie. She is committed to this role. Roles, I should say. Yeah. she kind of gets possessed roles. at one point, apparently. Yeah. Um, which I don't totally understand because Lucinda is still there, but she's also yeah. in her body, too. But, all right. It's sort of weird. I'm uh, like, you can't have it both ways, girl. You know, like, yeah, right. e- either possess someone and let them do the work or just go home. You know, like, I, right. I, I don't get it. Well, we were talking about before we started recording. It's it's interesting that Lucinda is both a vampire and a witch. You know, yeah. she does it all. That's, she does it all. <laughs> she is not one to just rest on her laurels. She she no. is a multitasker. <laughs> we could all learn something from Lucinda, I think. <laughs> oh, there's uh, there's Kevin Mc, Mc, Kevin McCarthy McCarthy in, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, of course, mm-hmm. um, and every lots of other stuff. But uh, as the Dick judge Van here, Patten, mm hmm, mm hmm, yes, uh, that seventy show. No, that was Kurt, Kurt Smith, sorry. Um, oh, uh, Kurtwood fucking Smith has the first mm-hmm. line in the movie, yep. which I'd completely for, forgotten about. Me too. And Me too. somehow he looks the exact same as he did on that I know, he looks show. the same. I was like, wait, what? I think, was, he was also in RoboCop, I think. I haven't seen that movie yeah, in forever, yeah. but yeah. I forgot to look for it. Do, do you know where this is? Macaulay Culkin, this is his first on-screen okay, appearance. I've as heard a, this. Where? As a trick-or-treater. I did not see it. I didn't see it either. I mean, I wasn't yeah. looking for it, so I didn't know. Yeah. But I, I have heard this, and I'm like, wait, how old was he? Like two, right? Maybe it's just like the back of his head or something. I don't, I don't even Probably. remember trick or treaters in this movie much. Like I know they, I, I've, I there's like one scene right where Ke- Kevin <laughs> McCar- McCarthy's like, you kids are gonna get a trick, not a treat or something. You know, mm-hmm. that must be. That's it. the only mm-hmm. scene I remember. I guess. Hmm. Yeah, I, need to go back and rewatch it or maybe kit colkin was just lying trying to get his kid a leg up in the industry and he was never in the movie it could, it could be it was just another lie that kit colkin has told the world it very well could oh wait a minute what 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 
Well, when I Googled it, the first thing that comes up is that boy at the beginning of the movie with the mask on. That's him? Is that him? Maybe. He looks older than he should be. Wait, I, how old is I can't Macaulay tell Culkin? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, he would be very young in this. I don't think that's him. Yeah, that can't be. No. Because even by 90, he was still like a kid. Yeah. So he had like to be like a home, baby home, home, in this. Yeah, there's there's what? no way. That doesn't well, make sense. Well, I guess he... He could have been like, yeah, he had to been like two or something, two or three years, yeah. like very young. Hmm. I don't understand. I don't know. This is a mystery, folks. Let us know. <laughs> also, there's a lawnmower more going. Hopefully there's not too much noise from that, but it will. I think that's just Kit Colkin. He heard us. That's... <laughs> He's like, shut up about my boy Macaulay. <laughs> Our podcast enemy number one. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying to ruin us, that Kit Colkin. That Kit Colkin. <laughs> Sorry, that was a smash. Oh, um, I thought he'd he'd gotten you. He, I mean, he's <laughs> sitting right next to me with a knife. But you know, <laughs> don't you mention my boy again. <laughs> and talk more about Rory. He doesn't get enough work. <laughs> oh, and, and don't mention the other ones because they're failures, and I, we, we don't even talk about them. Quinn, who, who's Quinn? <laughs> She's still under that ice on the set of <laughs> The Good Son. <laughs> Years from now, they're they're gonna ex- excavate it and, and 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 be like, oh, we found an- another Culkin. <laughs> another Culkin. <laughs> We're gonna study it, put it on display at the Museum of Science and Industry, and it falls out and it tr- triggers the curse of Quinn. And the curse of Culkin, Quinn. Quinn she gets Culkin. her revenge. Mm. I'd watch oh, it. I I I I would watch that Sci-Fi Channel or, or original movie. Um, I don't know what else about this. I mean, the soundtrack is just loaded with names here. We got Wilson oh. Pickett. We got Creedence Clearwater Revival. We got mm. Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs. We got oh. Three Dog Night, The so Smiths. I mean, everybody's on here. You know, it's like why did they never release a soundtrack? It would be the soundtrack of the universe. Right? The decade, Wonderful. really. I mean, come on. The universe. I, I do have a feeling that that's why this movie's not on Blu-ray. There's probably some sort of rights issues with, with all the I music. I think so. It did get, like, like, two VHS releases and one DVD release in 2000. Mm-hmm. But ever since, it's like, there hasn't been anything. So I would assume it has something to do with that, too. Yeah. Listen, y'all. If if y'all still have that D- DVD, that means you are a rich, rich person. Because that goes mm-hmm. for a shit ton on eBay. So... It, does if you're ever strapped for cash just sell that fucker and you're good to go right there are like bootleg copies out there but it's really hard to find the original Mm -hmm. one but also weird about this movie was that it was you know as people know i'm sure it aired on november 1st um from (laughs) on 1985 in in 1985 uh from nine o'clock to 11 o'clock which like why you know why why would you not air it on halloween night i don't know if there was something going on that night or they thought it was too spooky for actual halloween i'm like what i don't what's going on here or at least like the week before i mean just yeah something why the day after people Uh, are already starting to take down their decorations and put up their turkeys you know i know they shouldn't be because Samhain, if they actually celebrated that goes for multiple days but well they not halloween aware I they know, did not the see traditions. Halloween, the curse of Michael Myers. They don't know uh, about these traditions. This is true. That classic film. Um, yes. They even mentioned it in Halloween 2, so they should know. Yeah. They have yeah. no excuse. <laughs> yeah. The Lord of the Dead, the end of Saba, the, the festival of Samhain, as he likes to say <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some people say Samhain, some people say Samhain, and this they say Samhain at one point. I'm like, all right. Yeah, I think the first time I saw it, the correct way was in Trick or Treat. And I was like, what are they talking mm. about? Samhain? What? <laughs> Samhain. I'm sorry, sir. Do you mean Sam Hain, like Dr. <laughs> Loomis would say? Okay, let me educate you, okay? <laughs> I was very confused. It's like when you go to Olive Garden, you're like, do you have any bruschetta? And they're like, you mean bruschetta? <laughs> like, if that's what you want to call it. Uh, Whatever you want to call it. Yeah, fool. <laughs> How disrespectful to the culture. God anything else for this i mean it occasionally aired on lifetime of all places after <laughs> i know i know listen lifetime in the 90s was like the Weird. wild west well that's all i could really dig up on this one so what is happening in this ghoulish movie 
Well, it's Halloween in the town of Pitchford Cove. And, Pitchford uh, Cove. Everyone's getting their Halloween on, and uh, there's this guy named Phil, and he has this thing for this girl named Mary, and he's like, I don't know if I can tell her that I've got a thing for her, but there's this big party at his friend Melissa's that night, and you know he's he's he he wants to tell her, but first he has to give a presentation in class about the the history of the town and Halloween. And he talks about how his 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 great 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 grandfather father was this dude named uh, Grinville, and uh, and he was like cursed by this witch named Lucinda, and um, and Melissa is actually the descendant of Luc- Luc- Lucinda. Yes, Melissa is short for Melissa. Melissa. And Phil is like it doesn't really seem like he fits in with his friends that well, like because they're all like, "Let's go have a party. We're we're gonna have the best party ever," and mm-hmm. and they're like, "You know what we should do? We don't have a good co- costume, so we should break into the town <coughs> witchcraft museum because doesn't every town have one?" And yes. and we're gonna steal the costumes from the wax stat statues of Lucinda and Grinville. And Phil's like, I don't know, you guys. This is a bad idea. But they break in anyway. Because ghouls just want to have fun. And yes. and so they break in. They wait for this guard guy to, like, turn his head. He's got these two adorable little guard dogs. And I, I love mm-hmm. them. I want to hug them and give them kisses. <laughs> and, um, and so they break in through, like, a window. And so they get the costumes and they're like, hey, let's see if we can find any anything else that we can use as like props at the Halloween party. So they're going through all these historical artifacts and they find this 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 trunk that has this scroll and this this ring and they take it. And then they're like looking at the scroll and stuff and they're like, we should go to the cemetery because it's Halloween and it's spooky and it's like that's really. I'm gonna draw a fucking line at going to the cemetery and reading a scroll <laughs> in Latin. Yeah, <laughs> because they get there and they're like, "We should read the scroll right now." Right. And Lu- and Melissa's like, "Well, Lucinda was my descendant, so I'll read it, sure." And so they read this <laughs> random scroll, and then they're just like, "Well, okay, I guess that didn't do much. Let's go. Let's go get ready for the party." And after they leave, all of a sudden the dry ice starts coming out and the <laughs> the the ground starts vibrating and all these corpses come out, including the corpse of a murderer who I guess was like recently sentenced to death. And he comes out of the the ground and then mm-hmm. like literally like 15,000 people come out of the ground. It's like return of the living dead in here. It's crazy. Right. But some of them look more decrepit than others. Like there's mm-hmm. this random girl from the 50s named Sandy who's just like walking around really confused. She's like, I don't know mm-hmm. what's going on. Like this looks A like beauty my school dropout over here. I mean, truly. Yeah. She's just no graduation day for you. And then it's time for the, the Halloween party and Phil is getting ready. I don't know what Phil is supposed to be. Some sort of vampire, he? but I don't know why he's wearing this like leftover decoration that, from New Year's what's Eve. What's the on wig? His head? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that wig, that weird like silver tinsel wig, mm-hmm. um, is very odd. It's an odd. It's choice. very strange. And um, I also don't like the fact that he is covering up his very handsome face, and I think that's mm-hmm. rude. It's Phil, very rude. You're lovely. Um, and so as Phil is driving to the party, he encounters Sandy. And she's all like, is this the right street? This doesn't look like the right street. I'm so confused. And he's like, yeah, it's the same street. And, um. Oh, he also and, almost, uh, well, he backed into a zombie at one point. The zombie oh, was just yeah. like, eh, right. whatever. Like, he's <laughs> just, like, like <laughs> not really, he has better things to do really that phased. night. <laughs> <laughs> this zombie is probably one of my favorites, though. He's great. Um, because he makes it to the Halloween party, too. And mm-hmm. there's a a part where like he claps his hands t- t- together and it goes crunch yes. and he's like ow <laughs> it's really funny um so he's just kind of a goofball he he uh, he he doesn't seem to mean much harm but mm-hmm. some of these other ghouls um they mean some harm like for example um 
Mitch's father, played by Kevin McCarthy, he's this like asshole drunken judge or something. And he's like screaming at Mitch before he leaves to go to the party. And he's all like, you're, you stole this costume and everyone's going to know. And I'm not going to bail you out this time, buddy. And so then like Mitch leaves. And then all of a sudden, as he is, um, as his dad is taking out the trash, he hears this noise and the, the killer that he, I, I guess, sentenced to death appears and like strangles him. And you're like, oh, God, the, the, this just got real. Yeah, people actually die in this movie. Everybody kind of gets to the par- party except for, um, what's her name? Uh, Mary. Mary. Mary is stuck baby babysitting instead. Um, and uh, and then all of a sudden, these like undead people kind of just start to walk into the party. Like, there's a little person who is like a... Uh, who is undead, who like likes to drink out of the punch bowl. And then all of a sudden Lu- Lucinda appears as, as well. And uh, Mary finally arrives and she says that she, she didn't have time to put on her costume. And Melissa is like, Oh, I got you this, uh, this hot date and stuff. And she's like, Oh, thanks. And so, Phil's all like, womp, womp. I thought I had a chance with her, but oh no, she wants to go with this other dude. And they go upstairs to put on her costume, which I'm still not really sure what her costume is. It's just like punk mm-hmm. girl or something. Madonna. Mixed sure. With, she, she says she wants to be Bride of Frankenstein. I'm like, she doesn't look like Bride of Frankenstein, like but okay. Li- literally no Bride of Frankenstein I've seen at my school. Right, um, at my school. And uh, and so they're getting ready, and Lucinda's just like watching them from the w- window. She just like appears, and and she's all 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 like, "Oh, I used to have a dress like that." She's like, "Really? That's cool." And then, um, for some reason, their substitute teacher is at the party <laughs> yeah, as a what chaperone. Is what is this? I, I, it's like they've just met her, and yet she's at their party, and she's all like, yeah. "Hey, do you, do you have any adult beverages like wine for the chaperones?" And they're like, "Well, we've 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 got some wine in the in in the kitchen," and so they run out, and she's like, "Hey, can you go to the wine cellar and get me some more wine?" And so as she goes to the wine cellar, Lucinda follows her, and is all like, "Vampire seductress here." Mm-hmm. And bites her in the neck, and it's this great like slow mo scene. They're playing "How Soon Is Now" by the Smiths. It's like really yep. dramatic, and there's like Which wine would, of course, bottles like, exploding. Eventually, we would hear that song again in the craft and Charmed, Charmed, and, and everything, everything else. else. Everything else, <laughs> literally. <laughs> it's an everything. formative film. This is, yeah. And uh, and so Lucinda turns Melissa into a vampire, a creature of the night. And for the whole movie, Vinny, her boyfriend, LeVar Burton, has mm-hmm. been like, Melissa's such a stick in the mud. She won't have sex with, with me. And then all of a sudden she gets possessed by this vampire and she's like, hello, Vinny. You want to make mm-hmm. out? And and he's all like, yeah. And um, and then after um, Phil discovers that Mary's just not really like that and to him and he doesn't really have a chance he leaves the party i guess he washes his face at some point because then the next time we see him he's in his car and he looks fine yeah also did you notice the person at the the party who's just like a box of soap i did yes i I enjoyed that that's part of my favorite costume i just had to point that out that was my favorite it's not quite the penis costume from the initiation but it's it's very good it's It's just like this rectangular box with some little bubbles on top i I appreciate it it's creative and um phil is driving and he finds sandy again mm-hmm. and they kind of hit it off and they go driving and and she's all like where's where's the malt shop i can't find the malt shop and he's all like uh let me show you and the malt shop has been turned into a <laughs> multiplex and she's all like a multiplex how in the world do you not hear the next movie playing from next door (laughs) it's like sometimes you still can like there's some like back to the future kind of jokes here yeah where they're you know uh, trying to figure out what what's life like in 1985 versus 1955 we'll never know where's the drive-in it's now a swap meet she's like what no things were so simpler back then yeah although i i do miss a nice malt shop 
why did we have to take those away? I, I, I yeah. like a malt shop. And drive-ins. Yeah. Drive-ins are fun, too. For, I can live without milkmen. I don't really yeah. need a milk, milkman don't for anything. Don't need that. But... And so they start, like, this sort of weird flirtation. And Sandy is a very, very thirsty ghost, okay? She's like yeah. Sandy the thirsty ghost. Mm-hmm. She immediately, Sandy, like, wants... Sandy the thirsty, thirsty ghost. Thirsty ghost. Thirstiest ghost, you know? And she's like, let's go hang out at this, like point and and just like park and make out um so they're having their little subplot and then melissa is just turning people into vampires left and right at the party and all of a sudden they know these choreographed dance moves um she's like she turns Vinny into one she turns um mary into one and mitch um goes outside because his his dad shows up and like crashes a car and he's like dad not again you know stop being a drunk and his dad like pops out of the car and he's like a ghoul now and just like it it, it looks like he beats him to death i don't know because there's like blood coming out of his mouth you're like what is going on here yeah and um and then the ghouls are taking over the town square this is a great scene it's like this montage of like all of the ghouls like coming out through the fog and there's like a random dude singing opera on like a balcony. Yeah, what that. is that? So like, random. for some reason that moment triggered a memory in me. And I think I might've seen this movie when I was a kid and it terrified me. Cause I'm mm-hmm. like, this looks so familiar. I think I saw this. <laughs> um, and, uh, and yeah, so like now, like the whole town is just turning into these ghouls and Phil and Sandy go to to the cops because they're at the uh, makeout spot and they're almost like killed by this werewolf creature and they're mm. like um there's a werewolf on the loose and the cops are like uh yeah we've gotten like all these weird calls about like ghouls and zombies tonight so it's it's a full moon and it's Halloween we're just gonna you know chalk this up to just pranks and stuff so they 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 don't care cl- clearly do they ever mm-hmm. you know right and um. And so then all of a sudden Sandy discovers that Phil and his friends opened up the scroll and said this spell, which is why all this stuff is happening. So she's like, oh, no, I know what we have to do. It's like we have to find this this ring and you have to seal it up with the the seal of the ring you have to like melt silver or something like you have to get like these bones from his great great grandfather it gets a little convoluted here yeah it's very strange and then at some point he's making like silver bullets Mm -hmm. out of his dad's silver and then his dad shows up and and he's all like a ghoul and he's like hello son and he's like ah and he's like leaves he's a Um, dentist ghoul right and at some point phil gets his dad's gun too and then they get back to the par- party and like the whole house is trans has totally transformed into this like creepy decrepit lo- looking place. I have to say, I don't really love what they've done with the, the place. It's <laughs> kind of upsetting. It's right. A beautiful house. And they see that everyone's like zombies and vampires and all these crazy creatures. And Mitch is still wearing uh, Grenville's ring. So he has to like he uses chocolate syrup to like get it off of his hand, right? Yeah, which I didn't know that was a thing. I guess it is. And mm-hmm. uh, he gets the ring, and they run out, and they go to the cemetery, and they break in into the crypt, and they get like the bones from Grenville, and then all of a sudden, all the all the ghouls come to the cemetery and it's too late and they're like oh my god we need more matches they're in the car what are we going in going to do so so they run out to the car and like all the ghouls are attacking them and they strike the match and they're kind of creating this this weird um mixture and then they they use the ring to seal the scroll and and they're all like, "What's happening? It's not working. They're they're still out there. What are we going to do?" And Sa- Sandy's just like, "I know. We have we have to say something. I love you." And he's like, "What?" And so like, "I love you." And then she like disappears. The ghouls mm-hmm. just disappear. And you're like, "What's going on?" And Phil's just like, "This is strange." And like, his car seems fine now. 
it's like you know and so he just like pulls out and starts starts driving and he's listening to the radio and all of a sudden um there's this song that's like dedicated to him by Mm -hmm. sandy and um oh and then on the grave in lipstick was like their in initials Mm because all she had to do was like fall in love and then right it's it's kind of a happy ending and yet we don't know what happens to anyone else Mm -mm. because at one point they they do shoot the guard with the two dogs who has been transformed into a ghoul Mm -hmm. and after they shoot him you see he's turned back to normal but he's dead Mm-hmm. So like they they actually killed him for real. So like yeah. d- d- does he come back to life or is he just dead for It's kind of like the f- the faculty where you're like, "Wait, okay, who lived and who died and and why? Like why are yeah, I mean, some the f- back to normal the fa- and some are dead?" The faculty at least like had a scene at the end that showed like everybody was mostly okay that wasn't like super mm-hmm. killed like the the principal, yeah. but like Right. This doesn't like we don't know what happens to anybody like it because no. it just ends with them like disappearing and yeah. you're like where did they all go are are they all back I don't know I mean that's why this needs a sequel people I'd watch it come on this should be more of a Halloween classic than it is I think so too yeah it's you know it's 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 a fun one you just put on and have a good time on Halloween night mm-hmm. it's spooky it's funny it's you know got this great 80s vibe it's it's kind of like they took the thriller music video and just like extended it for like an hour and a half you know it's it's just a great like monster mash yeah kind of vibe here it's a it, good time. it really does have everything you you could possibly want from a halloween themed movie it's yeah. i i wish i had seen it completely as a kid you know uh, yeah me too i mean i watching it as an adult so like i'm a little it. more critical about like oh the pacing here yada 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 whereas yeah. if i'd seen it as a kid i feel like i'd just be like oh my god this is the best thing ever i exactly. still like it a lot though oh i adore yeah. it I, but i yeah. i just know that if i had seen it as a kid like i wonder if i would have been scared because there are some parts that are really creepy yeah um and like i said i do think i must have seen a part of this on tv when i was was a kid because that whole section there is so familiar like the first time i saw this i was like i've seen this i know i have mm-hmm. i I, ha- I have to have yeah um but i just wish that it had been more of a part of my annual halloween rituals as a kid sure sure yeah i think a lot of the i don't know the, the halloween movies tend to them tend to be the movies that we watch as a kid tend to stick with us a lot throughout mm-hmm. life because i mean halloween is i don't want to say it's a kid's holiday but like at least it's marketed as a kid's holiday in the yeah in the United States anyway and um um so I think we have a lot of ingrained memories of you know trick or treating and doing all the kid stuff and what what oh, we absolutely. watched at that time and yada yada oh, yada totally so, yeah. yeah I mean for for me at that time it was so exciting because I wasn't allowed to watch stuff that was rated R so mm-hmm. the the one time I could watch stuff like Halloween or Nightmare on Elm Street would be around this time of year where they would play it but it would be cut for content so it wouldn't be right, as gory right. and have the language and stuff so it was so cool to be like oh my god this is gonna play on saturday this is gonna play on friday afternoon i gotta watch that it was so exciting to get the tv tv guide in the month of october and just just make make notes like i've got to watch this i've got to watch that right, it was so right. much fun it's the most wonderful time of the year it is. Um, I mean, I like Christmas too, but how Christmas ain't, has bad, a, ain't bad either. Yeah, it just has a spell on me. You know, mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, October through December—that's where it's at, folks. Mm-hmm. Come on, absolutely, best time of the year. Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people get depressed after Halloween, but I'm like, just you know, embrace the uh, November of it all, and then uh, yeah. we get to December, and it's mm-hmm. there, there's plenty of things to do, and you can still do spooky things throughout. I mean, you can always do spooky things, but you know, yes, I think December December is like deceptively very spooky month you know a lot of these ghost stories Mm -hmm. are like a christmas carol and stuff like i mean there's a lot of spooky stuff in december that we don't seem to mention too much but so yeah there's there's plenty of spooky stuff coming up do you have an overlook jim it's your turn i sure do i sure do yes um today i'm going to be recommending the mafu cage this is a movie starring lee grant and carol kane as sisters 
it's sort of a sort of a baby Jane esque story. Um, they were very close to their father who did a lot of work in Africa and Carol Kane's character is like really obsessed with him and his memory. And so she likes to get these primates and put them in a cage in their living room mm-hmm. while she wears like African um, costumes and stuff like it's very strange. And As one does. Um, yes. And eventually she kills the um, the creatures every single time. She kill, kills them out of rage because mm-hmm. I guess they just don't do what she wants them to do. Um, and for some reason, her sister keeps re- replacing them. So it's kind of her fault in a way, too. And yeah. it's just this really strange relationship between these sisters. And there's like this weird sort of lesbian incest vibe. Like at one point she's like, you know, like no one can touch your breast like I do and stuff like it's very weird. And the older sister, Lee Grant, starts to fall for this guy that she works with, which does not bode well for Miss Carol Kane. She's not having it. And uh, and then it just gets progressively more dark and fucked up. It's a weird movie. Um, It just hit Blu-ray a few years ago, and it's a beautiful transfer. Mm -hmm. Great strange unusual movie the kind that you just don't see very often uh but great performances well there's a little halloween treat for you yes along with this episode we hope yeah i don't know enjoy the rest of the halloween week i guess uh Mm -hmm. because this airs on tuesday and um our next episode will be november 1st so halloween season will be sort of over and you can keep watching horror movies if you want i mean nobody's gonna stop you right no there is not a guard. Kit Col- Colkin is not at your window saying you can't do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. That we know Don't worry of. about it. Yes. I mean, never say never. <laughs> He's, He's like a the, wily the one. Salem's lot, just like <laughs> Kit Colkin, just like <laughs> levitating there outside your window. Let me in. <laughs> Let me in. <laughs> I want to talk about Rory and Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the meantime, folks. Sorry, my cold is like killing my brain. But you can follow us, HOHH Podcast, Facebook, and Twitter, Instagram, um, Homos and Haunted Hell, all one word. You can leave us a review on iTunes. That would be lovely. Please be nice if you do. I keep forgetting to say that. Um, yeah, our Patreon is on hold for now. Maybe it will come back at some point. But we are all over the place. So please mm-hmm. feel free to uh, follow us. And thank you for your support over the years as always yes um, we thank we you. hope everyone has a wonderful spooky season yeah um, the last official week but like we said you can keep going if you want nobody's gonna stop mm-hmm. you i guess that's all for this this spooky halloween special that we did <laughs> it was very spooky wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> check your candy children <laughs> for razor blades <laughs> I sound like fucking Frasier right now. What 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 what, what is this? <laughs> Hell, Niles. <laughs> Niles, how dare you? Oh, <laughs> like, what is this? Also, oh, if Jesus. you can't find the Midnight Hour, it's streaming on YouTube. I meant to say that at the beginning of the episode, yeah, but I think it's there's out there. a few different uploads on there too. So there's multiple. Mm. Ver- I think there's one that is actually the original A A ABC broadcast with the commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, which hmm. I should I should have watched. That would have been fun, but I was like, I don't have that the time. Been fun. Yeah, yeah. I haven't got time for commercials. That's awesome. I love when they do that. Uh, there's I love it. versions of that for like um, the Elvira specials are out there. Mm-hmm. You can watch that with all the commercials and um, from the 80s. And Vincent Price did that like MTV special in oh. the 80s. It's also pretty good. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of them out there. It's, YouTube it's is literally the best thing the internet has ever come up with. Yeah. And if you can't yeah. find it on YouTube, there's also that, what is it, like Library of Congress website or something that like people can oh, just like, like the archive. Uh, yeah, the archive. Yeah. People can just, like, oh, there's yeah. great stuff on there. There's great stuff on there too, yeah. So, oh, we're so lucky stuff. sometimes to be living in a time like this. I know, because it's like in the 70s and 80s, this stuff would air once and be lost basically if you yeah. didn't record it and then it's just gone, it's so you know? funny. Yeah, that's, it's just, it's terrific that there are people out there preserving these things and uploading them and right helping right. people rediscover them in the 70s you couldn't even record stuff if i right I no mean, not really maybe like yeah. late 70s maybe yeah like late 78 or like, 9 yeah. but that's about it you just saw it once and it was gone um yeah thankfully like we're starting to get like some restorations of stuff now but it's mm-hmm. it's uh 
yeah, it's 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 a good time to be alive in that regard. Not so much in other oh, yeah. regards, but you know, yeah, <laughs> it's a mixed bag. As it's it a mixed usually bag, is, I would say. It, it, you know, it's like your trick or treat candy bag. You never know what you're gonna get. Yeah. Sometimes you get the the black licorice gross stuff. Um, oh God. God, the people that used to hand that out should really just be put into prison. My God. <laughs> it's true. You know, take out the people that smoke pot and put the licorice offenders in there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> please. Monsters. Please. Those are the real <laughs> mo- monsters among us right now. <laughs> yes. People hand out licorice. Fucking assholes. <laughs> God. Uh, uh, oh, wow. Well, on that note. <laughs> on that note, that's that's all for this week, y'all. Goodbye. Thank you for joining us. Was it spooky? <laughs> we'll be back next week. <laughs> All the ghouls might take us and we'll never see you again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye everyone. Bye. <laughs>